Holy smokes, we've got another movie review. Hey, nice pun. Thank you. Smoke Jumpers. I don't understand that reference. It is from Entourage. Oh, yeah? That's the movie that Vinny Chase is doing with the uh, German director who does not like Vinny Chase. Interesting. And I he didn't... keeps telling him little things are wrong with him, and then eventually he's like, I just fucking don't like you, man. <laughs> I I watched a good amount of Entourage, but I feel like I, I'd watched all I missed I missed all the points that people reference. So have you not seen every episode of Entourage? No. My respect for you just went up <laughs> so so high. I I've seen a lot of it, but again, I think the few episodes that I've missed, I missed a lot of references. So you were probably in high school college during Entourage? Yeah. And you did not feel compelled. You you said I don't need to be watching this that makes me think so fucking highly of you <laughs> cool because every fucking guy was like entourage go oh vinny chase and then when people would be like hey you know entourage sucks right it's shut up man <laughs> so major major props to you uh the movie is actually called only the brave and our last review was the snowman it, it was. got piece of shit of the year yep this is not going to get piece of shit of the year. Definitely not. Because you and I both kind of tipped our hands. We both fucking loved this movie. Let's get right to it. Start with, did we like it out of five? Uh, I'm giving it a five. I'm giving it a 4.7. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna, I, I really, really liked it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. You know what this movie was? What? It was, uh, it was ball busting porn. Yes, a lot of, well, that's where we'll jump into the problematic grade, because I feel that they left out probably a lot of IRL problematic ball busting. It was very PG ball Oh, busting. yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure, there was some things. Like, they were calling each other homos. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but it it really, so, by the way, for anybody who doesn't know, this movie is about the... Uh... The Granite Mountain Hot Shots. Yes, uh, which is basically a team of firefighters that go and put out wildfires and they which they fight fire with fire i didn't know that was a thing neither did i i learned that uh during this movie they they build like their own fires to push the other fires away i don't know how that works still don't really know how it works (laughs) uh but uh, i learned that about about them i my brother-in-law is a firefighter so boy was i picking his brain after that and yeah uh I don't think he answered any of my questions. I think he just more like shook his head at how dumb I was. I went to him and I was like, hey, displace. Oh, not quick enough. And he was like, I'm a firefighter. I don't do, like, you don't fucking displace in buildings. Yeah, uh, it's structure. Yes. Structure firefighters and uh, wilderness firefighters. Right. Very, very different <laughs> yes. jobs. They both are trying to get rid of the fire. <laughs> but, uh, the, yeah, wi- the, the wild, the wilderness wild, uh, fighter fires. They're, they've got a much kind of, uh, it's kind of a, a longer game, you yeah. know? You've got a... They're strategists. Yes. They're, they're, a lot of it is strategy. Right, like they know like, we've got to, this area is going to fucking go down one way or another, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's really cool though. I mean, you see them, they burn off shit, they make lines. Lines are cool. I'm really getting into uh, hmm? wilderness hmm? firefighters. Oh, oh, okay. You're, you're not a drug guy? No. Okay. Not for me. No. <laughs> uh, I've done a lot of Adderall in my day, oh. but it was all prescription in like sixth grade. And you didn't smash it up on a uh, desk? No, I did Adderall way before. 
Adderall and Harry Potter. I was doing that shit in sixth grade. Nobody fucking knew about it. And then like two years later, everyone fucking thought they were tough because they were doing Adderall and watching Harry Potter shit. Fuck off. Uh, yeah, so I go 4.7. I liked the story a lot. or I don't like the true story part of it. Do we not spoil this? Uh, I'm I'm a little div- divided on it because it's a true story. So if right. you actually know the this what happens, then it's there's not much to spoil. Right. That's that's always like the biggest thing. It's like Narcos season two. Right. Pablo dies in the end. <laughs> yeah. It's like Pablo Escobar dies. You know that he's you, going yes. to die. You just don't know when it happens. Right. So um, I'll say that if you haven't seen it, stop listening now and uh, loop back afterwards. So I did not know. I knew that this was a true story. But I didn't know that it was a story about the one survivor of a 20-man team. I thought that it was building up to Josh Brolin's character dying. Yeah. I thought it was about the relationship between those two guys, an addict and a former addict. um, Kind of that that father-son type relationship. And it all builds to Josh Brolin dying. And... That's not what it's about. No. It's, a, it's about Miles Teller's character being the new guy and the only survivor of this fucking brutal uh, fucking 19 of 20 guys going down. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know that it was that 19 guys went down, and I'm very glad that I didn't know that going right. in, which is why we're, we're a very... Uh, we don't really like to tell you that there are spoilers coming, so that's why we told you to stop listening. Right. Because it's it's a lot different, I would imagine, knowing that everyone dies. Yeah. Basically. So um yeah, I didn't I'm glad I didn't know, but uh it was just like really gut wrenching. my ass. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of really heavy scenes. Uh two in particular. One just they, they do so one thing that keeps coming up is uh, displacement, is what it's called, where you get under, basically, it's like a small little tent that you have on you, and it's a little fireproof tent, and you basically get under it, and you put your face in the dirt, and basically let the fire pass over you. Uh, And it's what you do when you're fucking stuck, when it's like, this fire's coming one way or another, it can either fucking eat me alive, or I can get down. So... They do that when the big fire comes, and then there's a shot afterwards overhead of just the 19 little tents, and they they, they look like tombs, mm-hmm. and it's, oh, it's, it's awful. And uh, the other one is the families of the team know that one person survived, so they're all basically in a gymnasium type thing, yeah. waiting to see who it was. And Miles Teller. Well, they're wait, they're waiting to be told. Yes, yeah. And Miles Teller was told not to, not to go to the gymnasium right. because he they didn't think that it would be a great idea. Yeah. Uh, and so he decides to go anyway, and he walks in through the door, and he immediately recognizes that this was not a good idea right. because as soon as he walks in, they know that he's, he's the survivor. Yes, he's telling them. Your loved ones, yes. Dead. Like, yeah. but by them seeing him, they're not seeing whomever else. So that that uh, scene was unbelievable. I know, I know, so fucking good. And Miles Teller fucking killed this movie. Josh Brolin, here's what's gonna happen. They're gonna try to get him um, categorized as supporting. Yeah. Even though th- he was again, the lead. This is a tricky one. This is like fucking uh, spotlight. Josh Brolin's the lead of that movie. He is, for sure. Right? Yeah. And he There's no question. was outstanding. Yeah. The, everybody was pretty good. Like, I thought Taylor Kitsch was really good. Taylor Kitsch was awesome. Um, they 
they did the, they did the casting really really well um not only just because like everybody in the movie was good but at the end during the credits they roll through uh and they kind of yeah. m- memorialize all the guys who died and all of those guys that they casted pretty much like 95% of them look exactly Very similar exactly like the people that played them which and is the crazy cast, i mean I, I feel bad that i don't know all the names but uh shouts chase from 24 awesome uh the the pilot from uh she's out of my league he was great i thought they they had enough. oh the pilot uh that guy i know that guy He's as as things. generic white guy generic yeah, white hunk no you're a generic white jaw Yes, yeah, yeah, he's a hunk. That guy uh, has got a fucking jaw. His out. name is Jeff Schultz. I wrote it down because I was okay. like, I was like, nobody knows that guy's name. So let's get him on. <laughs> okay, you want, we should get him on and flirt with him a little bit. Okay, uh, he he was very good. I I wanted to point this out. The movie did a great job of. So there's 20 people, um, 20 different stories. Actually, really 21 when you count in uh, Josh Brolin's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Played by they Jennifer did, Connelly, by the we'll way. Get to that. <laughs> we will fucking get to that. Uh, they did a great job of focusing on the right amount of kind of main characters. There were roughly yeah. five or six of them. Because you, if you do 20, then... It's overwhelming. You're going to have to make a fucking three-hour movie. And, and especially, they're, they're all white guys. So you're, there's going to be a lot of, wait, which guy's the, yeah. the captain? Which guy? Yeah, they the, show guys throughout the course of the movie. I'm like, huh, I, I, I haven't seen that guy before. Is he new? It's <laughs> like the first season of The Office. Where right, yeah. Like there's just, like a, yeah, yeah. just a bunch of people who kind of walk in and yeah. out before they decide, you know what, we're just going to show these 10 or 11 people. Yeah. Um, so 4.7 for me on like five for you now let's get to how did they look uh fives across the board miles teller looked like he he plays a a junkie well yeah he does um i was originally going to give it a five because everybody looks unbelievable i'm going to deduct half a point because miles teller uh keeps wearing white sunglasses with blue lenses yeah and just that's just a horrible look if memory serves though he's wearing the t-ping uh oakley's the white Oakleys? Yeah. He, yeah. So, uh, white sunglasses are bad. It's a bad look. Yeah, well, bleach blonde hair is a bad look. Agreed. So it kind of uh, it kind of sells the junkie look, but yeah. uh, I'm still going to deduct half a point because that was uh, – they didn't need to do that. He still would have played a great junkie even if they didn't have awful white, white and blue sunglasses. So you're so. going 4.5? 4.5. Okay, so I'm going 5.0, although – I feel like I should be going 4.9 because there's one small little thing that I could have used in this movie that was not there. Go on. Wyatt Russell. Wyatt Russell. He should have been in that movie, right? Yeah. Uh, It's a very, uh, very rugged bunch. Very, uh, like, they're bros, but they're like, they're like, do shit. Yeah, like, do shit on our own bros. Like, this is, like, you know they're good people, but like they just have broy tendencies. Yes, exactly. So uh, I think Wyatt Russell definitely would have figured into the mix. Um, a lot of facial hair yeah. in that in that movie, um, which uh, I that that must be another difference between uh, <clears throat> structural firefighters and wilderness wild uh, firefighters because firefighters aren't allowed to have facial hair. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Because you had to put on if you had to put on masks and oh. shit like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean that would make sense for. Uh, I mean, it, the the it actual. New York Yankees. <laughs> yeah, it would make sense. They don't. They, I did. They didn't wear masks at all during the movie. Yeah, uh, it's not something that they seem to have to do. Um, but the the pictures of the actual guys, they had the facial they hair all too. Like so yeah. yeah. Um, 
So let's get to Jennifer Conley because I think that Jennifer Conley is like the hottest person in the world. She's that's not a fucking hot take or anything. I think that she is a, a whatever the the perfect score is. She's that. I would tend to agree. I mean, there's nothing that's overwhelmingly uh, like. When you look at her, you can't pick out I, you can't pick yes. out anything that you're like, wow, she has the best this. There's just one word that comes to mind, and it's dark. she's just perfect. It's, <laughs> like it's yeah. she's just like her whole package just works, and she's so so attractive, and especially in this movie. Yeah, they kind of put her into the uh, Sarah Wayne Callies mold. Is that her name? I don't know. Uh, ah, shit. What's uh, what's what's my man's name from Walking Dead? The wife. In the first few seasons. Oh, I don't know. Like, they, I, I don't like they, her, they, though. They kind of ha- give her that look, you know, like the 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 jeans, the fucking boots, you know. Uh, well, she's like a cowgirl. Yeah. But, God, I – she and she's always had it, man. Yeah, I don't remember being particularly struck by her as I as I was in this movie. Like, I, I was – I've never been – I've never, like, seen her on screen and been like, damn. Well, and I got that in this movie. So, uh – I have a bone to pick with the movie He's Just Not That Into You. Have you seen that before? Uh, no. It's one of those Valentine's yes, Day Yes, I, I know I know exactly what it is. Huge fucking cast. Uh, Bradley Cooper is married to Jennifer Conley and he is cheats cheating on her, on her with Scarlett, with Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. And to be honest, I'd think twice. Uh, yeah, but uh, going in blind and having no context at all what, within the movie, uh, I could see, like, so you could look at a guy and be like, I understand why he's having sex with this like bombshell yeah. cheating with like this bombshell woman like but you you know that it's the wrong decision. You look at his wife and you're like and a girl like Jennifer Connelly like, where again you can't really point out anything that is like amazing about her but you know that she's like perfect. Yeah, god. I could, I, I think that that was uh that I could see that well, casting the reason, working. The reason he's um he's like pushed away from her is because she's fucking nagging him about quitting smoking. Don't fucking Are smoke. You... <laughs> You're not supposed to be smoking, you fucking idiot. And that's not something that you cheat on your wife over. Yeah. It's like, hey, look, if, like if I... we're going to have kids, I want right. you to be around for them. It's like, oh. No, I, I mean, I, I was going to say. Boy, am I going to cheat on you. I was going to say, like, I could understand, like, the, cheat, the cheating angle if it was like, all right, I want to start a family. And he's freaking out. Like, I don't know if I want to start a family. He's yeah. having, like, a midlife crisis type of thing. Right. But, like. Can you stop smoking? It's very gross. Right. <laughs> and it's like, ugh, well, here's an excuse to cheat. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. And uh, also in that movie, uh, the most unrealistic part of that movie is Justin Long. Yeah. is He plays like a fucking player. He's not a, he's not a fucking player, you <laughs> dork. He played the perfect role in New Girl, where it's just like this dude who just stumbled yeah. into something great and didn't know how to handle it. Yeah. Um, That's fucking Justin Long. Also, Miles Teller's wife. Or girlfriend, yes. girlfriend in this movie very pretty is girl. phenomenal. Very, very uh, her name girl. is Natalie Hall. She's a Ooh, blonde. Look at you, fucking. I did some research. Did some research. Uh, her name is Natalie Hall. She's a blonde. She is fantastic looking. Uh, so they really covered their bases, men and women in this I movie. I loved how Taylor Kitsch looked, which brings us to: Are we going to steal stuff from it? I'm probably at some point in my life going to steal Taylor Kitsch's look from this. He just had. Kind of uh, no product in the hair, uh, but a little kind of spiky, a little uh, little fucking puffy, and 
a handlebar mustache. He uh, he did look great, and uh, he nailed this fucking role. Um, I'm he not going to steal my, that. My only issue with this movie, it's really the only reason it's not a perfect five for me, is uh, the movie jumps periods. It jumps months at a time. and Yeah, they don't really... The timeline's kind of confusing at points. Right. Uh, like, there's... Uh, so, Miles Teller gets his girlfriend pregnant, um, and, like... There's one scene where he is like basically trying to quit drugs yeah. and like join the team, and then like the very next scene is just the baby being born, and the previous scene like his girlfriend was three months pregnant. Right, and when Josh Brolin interviews him, he says, "When was the last time you used?" And he says, three, three months, months ago." Now. And there's no way of us knowing whether he's telling the truth. Yeah, or not. like I honestly thought that he was high when he was in that interview. Yeah, I mean they they do kind of gloss over his addiction. Right. Uh, they they never go, they they establish it in the beginning and they do a good job of saying of showing how kind of fucked up he is yeah. and how much of a low life. Uh, and then they never go back to it. They never really get hit on his struggle with addiction. Right. Yeah. He's never and with Josh Brolin's character as well. I mean, that's kind of a late reveal that that's why they have that bond is mm-hmm. because he was also an addict. But uh, they jump over uh, the friendship between Miles T- between Miles Teller and uh, Mac, Taylor Kitsch's character, because Taylor Kitsch's character is such an asshole to him right out the gate. He's fucking saying a lot of not nice things, pulling a lot of pranks on him, really does not fucking want him there, basically threatens to kill him, a lot of bad shit, and Miles Teller extends an olive branch, and then they fast forward nine months, and they're living together, and Miles Teller is basically Taylor Kitsch's fucking guiding light, you know? Like, he's helping this guy become kind of reformed and not from not reformed from drugs or anything but reformed from he was just kind of a wild card and now he's kind of becoming a man and becoming a good guy and i wish that they showed how that actually happened yeah i wish that they showed that too but i do think that i i didn't have a problem with the way that they did it because they established like uh how they ended up living together um and then they kind of just fast forwarded and you kind of have to presume that like these two these two people that like aren't completely where they want to be uh and then you put them together and they like they probably work off of each other and help each other kind of grow as people Mm -hmm. and then they just fast forward and then nine months down the road you get uh them as their more refined product all right so i'm giving it a 3.8 out of whether or not i'm going to steal anything because i don't know fully whether or not i'll ever be able to grow that mustache so i can't give it a hard five (laughs) uh i'm going to give it a three out of five because um, I might steal some of the ball busting okay. things that they had. That was, uh, I think that's like the only, the only real thing that I can steal from this. Cause, uh, I'm probably not going to be battling wildfires. Um, not going to be rescuing horses and things like that. That's what Jennifer Connelly's oh, character does. I don't care about does. the horses. Yeah, me neither. But like it, it, uh, it establishes the fact that she likes a, uh, a project, hmm. which is, yeah, which, which is, is uh, Josh, Josh Brolin character. was and what is Miles Teller now. Also, um, Josh Brolin uh, confused me because when they showed Josh Brolin, I was like, fuck, when did Josh Brolin become the old guy? He, I feel like he's been the old guy for a while, but he's been the old guy that is 
is able to pull off a youngerish yeah. guy. Now he's for sure a middle-aged guy. Like he he isn't as in shape as he once was. Yeah. Um but he still looks fantastic. But he's becoming like a uh like a Chris Christopherson or something. Like you know like the fucking old guy with the drawl that uh who else You know who he is? Who? Uh, he's becoming Jeff Bridges, oh, who's that, also so in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff Bridges is in this movie. There's something about fucking Jeff Bridges, man. He is just the fucking best. He's, he's the spice you want to put he, in that. Absolutely, fucking, in that sauce. he was so good in fucking uh, Hell or High Water too. Yeah, like he was. he was just fucking. I can't get enough of that guy. And uh, him and Ben Savage. <laughs> weird connection. I never know that guy's last name. What's his last name? Ben Savage? Hell or High Water. Ben something. Uh, ben Foster. I never... Him and Julianne Moore. I never fucking Ben got Savage him. is uh, the guy from know, Boy Meets World. I know fucking Ben Savage. I've fucking... How many fucking emails have I sent to Ben Savage people to get him on this fucking show? All right. Uh, problematic. Uh, as you said, there's a lot of ball busting. I'm going to give it... But it's... But it's good... The, the way that the ball busting is presented is good because if kids are going to watch this shit and take their ball busting from that, they're this, not going to be calling things, each yes. other homos and yeah. saying bad shit because they don't have bad shit like that in there. It's just a lot of uh, PG razzing. So I would give it a five for being perfectly not problematic, but I'm going to give it a four because one of the razzings was so not cool, IMO. After Miles Teller's character gets bit by a snake... They, when he's in the hospital, Taylor Kitch is visiting him, and then as he's leaving, he was like, oh, one more thing. And he turns around, and he throws the fucking snake at him. He it's throws dead. He throws the rattler at him. Yeah, whatever. That's not, I, I jumped a fucking mile <laughs> in the air. I was, I, was I, uh, I thought that that was a great move. I thought it was hilarious. It oh, was, no. Oh, man, I... I mean, Miles Teller didn't think it was funny at first either. Yeah. He was fucking out of his hospital bed. But that is a nice little bonding moment where it's like, hey, buddy, we got this fucker for you. And here's a memento. I would have I would have fucking been like, all right, you get back here. I'm going to fucking give you a talking to. That was capital N, not okay. Uh, I have been through something. And to show like the progression of Miles Teller's character, he handled it pretty well. And then he also... Set the nurse up with yeah, fucking Taylor Kitsch. Uh, I like that uh, t- when Taylor Kitsch was talking about uh, his first date with the nurse, he was yes. like, he was like, man, she's so smart. She like she went to college Ugh. and she's a nurse. <laughs> so uh, it's like really the standard of this guy's uh, of this guy's dating history yeah. is like she went to college. She's smart. So he's completely in love with her. That was he was so sweet when he was talking about that date, and uh, I I forget what he says. There was a line that should have been corny, but it wasn't because he was he's clearly like, speaking from the heart for the yeah. first fucking time in his life. He says something like, uh, "One of the guys turns around and was like, that's the sweetest thing I've ever heard, man.' Yeah, <laughs> what was it though? It was something like, like I'm afraid I'm not gonna forget her or something like that. Yeah, it's uh, I forget, man." She- uh, I forget what the exact line was, but, but it, it was, was something like that. It was it was something real cheesy. If the if the nurse fucking overheard that, she'd be she, like, she, "No, she, I was gonna say she'd give him a she'd walk over and give him a two handed kiss." You know what that is? <laughs> yes, yes, hand on each cheek, hand on each. Mm-hmm. That's like a, 
I am kissing this face. <laughs> no, it's like it's a it's a squeezing the cheeks, so you have to make the lip thing when it pushes the lips out and together. So it's like it it forces you to make the lip face. She wasn't waiting for you to do yeah. it. She does it herself and then kisses it. Mm. <laughs> Kissing tips from brunch. So that, that's a four for me on problematic. That let's let's do a little. Math. I got. I'm giving it a five. By the way, uh, I didn't find anything problematic. Uh, all right, so here we go. What do you got? Because I have a, uh, a 17.5 out of 20, which turns out to be an 8.75 out of 10. I have a 16.5 out of 20, which is an 8.25 out of 10. I've got to say, I love this rating system because if we were to go from the hip and we say, all right, what do you give this movie? We'd both say 10 or 9.5 or whatever. But this really, this is such a fucking in-depth, hard, good grading system. And you know what? Like, there's a very slim possibility that anything gets a 10 out of 10. Yeah, I love which that. Which I really like that. Um, yeah, but I would say, like, this movie is one of the better ones that I've seen this year. I Totally. I, uh, I, I really, I want, really I love it. I want the best it. picture nom for this. Oh, okay. I want I, it. I, uh, I think that it might get there. Uh, so I have, far, certainly. it's. The, I mean, I th- it's probably the it best might, movie so far we've seen this year. No, that's not true. Uh Get Out still is oh, yeah, still right, right. is Get still out. in uh, is still in nomination category. Yeah. I love The Big Sick. I think The Big Sick is a little better than this movie, um, but I would put the uh, this is top three. Yeah, uh, you know what I liked about The Big Sick? Yes, Ray Romano was in it. 